superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! One, two, three! Tua takes that stage tonight and can say, I'm here now. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Tua's down. He got body slammed. He got thrown down. And they're coming out right now. Oh, boy. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's a tough moment for everybody. Earlier on the show, San Francisco 49ers tight end, George Kittle. Cleveland Browns wide receiver, Amari Cooper. Still to come, actor and Steelers fan, Joe Manganiello. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Mike McDaniel is talking right now, and um, we will hear what he has to say shortly. Um, it was his Dolphins team that lost last night in Cincinnati, and Tua wound up being hospitalized briefly before coming home with the team. Dr. Alan Sills, the C, uh, the chief medical officer of the NFL, is making the rounds. He was on NFL Network today on CNN moments ago, talking about how concerned he was as a neurosurgeon to see what 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 Tua's reaction was on the field. Um, I, I can't believe he was playing. I don't understand how you're you're looking into the protocols uh, from Sunday and how they were followed, and there's an investigation going on, and the guy's allowed to play while that investigation is happening? And I, I, I guess he was medically cleared to play because there were no indications of concussion every day since Sunday, and... But you're still investigating whether the protocols were followed and you put them out there last night and the whole country saw what happened. Now we're we're, we're, damn right we're questioning the protocols. And John Harbaugh moments ago. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Saying that he was astonished by what he saw last night and, and questioned why Tua was out there. It's always interesting to see a coach talk about another team's business, but quote-unquote, I couldn't believe what I saw. That he was, you can't put him out there until he's ready, is what he said. Normally, one coach doesn't talk about another team situation. But, man, um, there's a lot of fallout going on, and this will last through the weekend. And and, and I'll, I'll personally tell you, uh, on this show, just because there's going to games going to be played and we're going to talk about them, obviously. I just spent a 15-minute segment in hour number two talking about the rest of week four's schedule. We're going to keep focusing on this. Dolphins play next um, against the Jets in week five. It'll be 10 days off. And Alan Sills, the CMO of the NFL, chief medical officer, saying that they're going to make the report um, 
public. And he says that everything's going to be transparent. It has to be because there's a lot of NFL fans and football fans and non-sports fans who are this wound up on the radar screen of wondering what's going on. And we'll keep talking about it until we, we find out an answer. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Our friend Joe Manganiello is going to be joining uh, in hour number one. George Kittle was on the program. And then in hour two, Amari Cooper was on the show. He was in great spirits, better spirits than Cowboys fans who kind of miss him. Um, I asked him about uh, why he left. I asked him, uh, was he surprised about getting traded from Dallas? He gave it. You know, a brief answer mentioning we can't get in Jerry Jones's mindset. I asked him why he thought he was traded, and then uh, it led to a new drop right here on the program. <laughs> That's funny. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> got a new laugh. <laughs> Amari Cooper laugh drop. I mean, I got him to laugh twice that interview. I like that. <laughs> if you missed any of that, guess what? Right here on the Roku channel, Channel 210, this show re-airs. So this is hour number three live, and then we'll just keep repeating the show over and over again. If you missed any of it, go uh, just stay put, essentially. We say hello to our terrestrial radio audience and those listening on Sirius XM and those listening on the Odyssey app. It's Sirius XM, Sirius Channel 218, XM 202, 992 if you're listening on the app. And then uh, there's our podcast. We say hello to our podcast listeners who are listening wherever they are and whenever they want to. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Neat back. Stop if you miss anything. And uh, George Kittle was on an hour number one. And my Wolverines take on his Iowa Hawkeyes tomorrow. Joining us in about uh, 10 minutes time or so, Joe Manganiello is in studio, our buddy. Hey, hey. His Steelers are hosting the Jets on Sunday. That's interesting. Love it. That's interesting. I don't know if he's got Bubbles, the dog, with him. I'm assuming he does. And, and, and you know, he is apparently flying out of town after this. We're right by LAX. That doesn't mean he hasn't brought the dog. No, he goes everywhere with that dog. Right? He did the pile on. This, uh, two, last brought week, bubbles? brought bubbles to the pile. Please. That hairless chihuahua goes everywhere. <laughs> and that is not a metaphor for anything. It really is the truth. Wow. <laughs> 844-204-RICH being the number to dial on the program. We will take your calls later on in this hour. TJ Jefferson's fantasy advice, now with a new gift wrap, now with a new brand to it. We think. It's not we think. There is one. You just don't know if you think it's successful. Just go for it. You just right. got to put. But you, now do you understand why when you, the first time you were trying to rush me for a name, I'm like, let no. me just let this no, like no, marinate no. a little rush bit. Rush you for a name. You were saying that it needs a name. It needs a name. Of course it does. I said, let me, let me, let me ponder this for a minute. You know, well, I, I think it's I all about it. branding. Uh, can you just you take this shot right here? Okay. So for the Roku channel uh, audience, you see it. For the radio audience, you see Roku channel and then the Rich Eisen Show logo here, the Rich Eisen Show logo on the mug. There's the Ari right here. You could take the shot. There it is. There's the whole show logo right here. Take Brockman's shot. Take Brockman's shot. What's behind Chris Brockman? A little bit of the Rich Eisen Show sign behind him. Yeah, I mean, we know all okay, this. Okay, so it's called so, branding. You're branding yourself. Yeah, you got to jump I, into it. I didn't have a brand before, Rich, is oh, what I was trying to explain to you. Very good. Now you do. It'll be great. <laughs> 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. That's later on Chris Brockman's gambling advice as well. But let's get some NFL Films music ready. It's time oh, for yeah. that Friday staple. What's more likely? Hit it. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. never. All right, Christopher, what do you got? I think the best game of Sunday is Bills-Ravens. Looks like it might be raining in Baltimore, but hey, did you know they have two really good quarterbacks? Have you heard that? 
So uh, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, obvi- have. obviously oh, they lead their respective teams in passing uh, yards. I know. They also lead their respective teams in rushing yards. How about them apples? Has that ever happened before? I, I, I have no idea. I would suggest you Google it, but you're actually talking <laughs> on camera right now. Google alert. Can you Google it while I'm asking you a question? Anybody else you want to hear? Great. How about this, guys? I I didn't hear what he said. More combined passing rushing yards on Sunday. Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? Oh, good one. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go Lamar. He's more likely to rip off a long one. But not as likely to throw for 400 like Josh is. I'll go Lamar. Yes, great one. Who do you like in that game? Bills. I like the Bills all around. I don't know if you noticed, Bills are my number one team on my power ranking this week, despite losing last week. I noticed that. That was a terrible thing. It's not at all. It's my power rankings. They're not yours. (laughs) What else? AFC East team uh, most likely to pull the road upset. AFC East team most likely to pull the road upset. You've got the Bills, Jets, or your Bailey Zappi backed up. Brian Hoyer, Patriots? Jets or Patriots? I'll go Jets, man. Are you kidding? Come on now. Chris, come on now. How dare you? Come on, man. You even admitted you would take the Jets skill position players over the Patriots right now. Zach Wilson over Brian Hoyer. And with all due respect to the gentleman... Who's coming out All right. from our green room, watching us in our green room right now, Packers over the Steelers. You take the Packers over the Steelers right now? Yeah, I think so. Come yeah. on, man. What's more likely is the Jets win in Acrisure? Yeah, brother. I just wanted Joe to come out all feisty. What else? Uh, how about this one? I like this one really much. Uh, Micah Parsons, he's good at football, right? Yes. What's more likely? Micah Parsons, uh, what's more? What's the greater val- uh, total here? Micah Parsons sacks, sacks or Wentz TD passes? Oh, boy. Good one there. Uh, I don't know. It's Washington and Dallas. He's got a channel as inner Alex Smith. I mean, Washington quarterbacks have done well in Dallas. RG3, right? Wentz is, you know, Wentz Alex Smith. Garbage time. Does Heineke have a win there? Did Heineke get a dub there last Did year? They hit him with the Heineke. Don't hide around, don't hide register. Did Washington win there last year? Teej. Uh, TJ. Last year, no. Uh, by the way, the Cowboys, I'll give you the exact stats, but Washington doesn't beat Dallas. Ever. I'm not saying that. What are you talking about? Down there and they want a Thanksgiving. Wentz has seven touchdowns. I'm going to go Wentz touchdowns. And just say that it, it the the sack fest is going to be spread around. How about that? I'll go Wentz touchdowns. I'm zigging while you're zagging today. I know, right? Go for it. Uh, how about this one? I, I this is going to be a sneaky good game. I think uh, Jaguars and Eagles. Wide receivers in their new homes are having really good seasons. Christian Kirk and AJ Brown. Uh, which guy most likely to get a hundred yards and score a touchdown? Kirk or Brown? Hmm. Which one will be more likely to get a touchdown? I'll go Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk, what he's been doing lately. 
I'll go Christian Kirk in that one. And by the way, Heineke amazing. most certainly did not get a win there last year. The Cowboys put a 50-burger on him. <laughs> Washington is 7-13 in their last 20 games against Dallas. So that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just talking about recent memory. Well, you know, even, you can talk about what Michigan was against Ohio well, State in, in the last 20 years, too. And about who's got the win most recently. All right, well, not we, even Washington, either. But Recently, they're 2-5 um, against Christian us Kirk. the last seven. So I'm going to take Christian Kirk. It seems like Devontae Smith is getting a little bit more uh, yeah, mojo here. Okay, what else you got? Browns over 300 yards. Uh, How about uh, two guys have been over 300 yards here total on the NFL season in rush yards. Nick Chubb leads the NFL. Saquon right behind him. More rushing yards on Sunday. Chubb or Barkley? I'll go Chubb against Atlanta rather than Barkley against the Bears. That's what I'll go right there. Oh, man, that Barkley 36-yarder through the Cowboys defense was really a thing of beauty. And I thought that was a crushing blow for Dallas, and they only... Scored in their next three possessions, two touchdowns and a field goal to win it. It was. Um, I'll, I'll take I'll take Chubb in Atlanta. I'm going against Chubb this week, and I am genuinely nervous about that one. I do not like the matchup right there. I think Chubb's going to have a day. What do you think? Him going back to Georgia means something to him. I think so. Yeah, he'll probably have a lot of family in the stands. Uh, all right, how about that? And this goes against what the one I had earlier about the AFC East team here. Uh, what's the greater total? In Green Bay on Sunday, the Packers win margin or Patriots points scored? Hmm. Well, wouldn't you think Packers win margin means the Patriots don't score many points? So uh, I'll go Packers win margin. Is that a is that a gambling question dressed up as a what's more likely? Did you get me to did you did you sneak one past the goalie there? What are you trying to get? What are you what are you what are you, what are you trying to glean out of me here, Chris? Oh no, I'm going to give this game later on at the end of the show. I'm so. I'm concerned about this uh, offense going into Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, that Green Bay defense is no yeah, joke. It is absolutely the stronger side of the football right now, and the other side of the football has the back-to-back MVP of this league. So, all right, um, last one, last one. Is- unless, of course, right, you know, get one more. Unless throwing, you know, Mac Jones out there as a decoy is going to sap the 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 um, the Packers of much needed prep time, oh, right? And it's going to somehow um, <laughs> rope a dope the Patriots closer. But I still think the the win margin is going to be larger than the number of points the Patriots have. What do you got? Okay, nice. I'm sorry. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to step on your drop. No, oh, it's you know, okay. Because no, no, I do good. love the Ocean's Eleven one. All right, we'll get one more. Thank you very much. It's a very Soderbergh thing. And, you know, a Soderbergh guy's coming out on the set. Oh, that's true. Oh. Well, this last one is magic, Rich. Well, uh, look at you. <laughs> I would say what my nickname is named Richie, but I, I don't want to say that right now. Uh, we already know it. Dickie Eyes. No. I was making a Magic Mike reference as well right there. Just leaving it. it up to your own imagination. Go for it, Chris. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Quarterback <laughs> to finally get cooking. Hey. Russ or Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Please. That's more likely. You know why it's more likely? Why is it more likely? Because there's no other choice. <laughs> there's no other choice. That's it. Raiders, Derek, we're out of options. We're out of time. We're running out of time to use a 24 phrase. Okay? They were always out of time on that show. Always. And well, for some typing reason, away at the and computer. For some and... reason, always within cell reception. Yeah, yeah. And, and nobody uh, went to the bathroom. Never ate. And nobody ate. Yeah, I know. Well, nobody slept. Well, what are we doing? Well, you know who's got to eat? 
the Raiders, Max Crosby, and Chandler Jones, and the rest of that defense. Let's put Russ where he needs to be on the sideline. And let's get in the end zone, and let's score some points, and let's get Stone Street out of my text chain. (laughs) There's no other choice. It's Derek Carr. How dare you? (laughs) Let's ride. Broncos Nation. Broncos Country, let's ride. Broncos Country, let's ride. To Subway and get a weird Oh, my God, stop. (laughs) 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll sneak in some calls after Joe Manganiello, along with TJ Jefferson's newly branded fantasy (laughs) segment. Chris Brockman's... Uh, game three, and one, three and one last All week, right, Rich, so let's make people some money. Easy. That's coming up. What is on your shirt today, Brockman? I see it's a crown. Uh, it's, uh, it's like a skull wearing a crown. Very know. good. I'm glad it's that we radio. stopped it's the show for that. I hadn't done that. Let's take a break. <laughs> Joe Manganiello, break anyway. we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. See if Bubbles is with him. Look at that shot. Look at him. Joe, look at Dapper. And Same Bubbles, thing with Bubbles. question mark. <laughs> That's amazing. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, Joe Manganiello is here. Bubbles the dog is here. And what's the name of this show, Joe? For the uh, for those who are just joining us, the BDR hashtag BDR, aka <laughs> the Big Dick Richie Show. <laughs> we got a new drop. We've got a lot of new drops here on the program. We're oh, rebranding. Oh baby, we're rebranding. Joe Manganiello is here. Okay, so now I know we're just here to hang out. Mythic uh, Mythic Quest is yeah. killing it right now. Fun brother. show. Great Amazing. show. Yeah. New episodes releasing weekly, uh, streaming on Apple TV, comes back on November 11th. Mm-hmm. You and Rob McElhaney. And-, and, and David Hornsby, who I went to the Carnegie Mellon School of Drama with. Aha. Uh-huh. Star and writer of, of Mythic Quest and Rob, really funny guy. He is a funny dude. I did a movie with Glenn Howarden uh, called Arch Enemy yeah. a few years ago, and we became friends. And then, you know, Rob called me actually in the first season of yes. Mythic Quest to come do an episode. And it was that night where, for anyone who had the NBA on, yes, you know Mark Cuban's whispering, "What's going on in COVID?" So they canceled the NBA, they canceled Coachella. Yeah. The next morning, I went downtown to L- in downtown LA to work on an episode of Mythic Quest. There was no one there. It was a ghost town. None of us knew what to do. Right. We shot this episode, but it would it needed big crowds, and you couldn't do that anymore. So they there is a. Hiatus? There's a secret Pause? episode floating somewhere that oh, we shot okay. that never got aired. And then three years later for the third season, they called me back and, and then I came back. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And there's so much more to talk about, but let's just jump into it. Sunday, <laughs> Jets, Steelers, 
Here we go. Joe As Flacco. I say, hashtag, here we go. It's not Joe Flacco this time, sir. It's going to be Zach. Zach? Be Zach. They're, gonna... they're putting Zach out there. Because why? No, Joe's the backup. Joe Is Joe, backup. Joe scared? Was he like having DTs in the morning? And he's like, no. I can't get out there. Yeah, like, I, I remember those old, oh, the 2008 games. Excuse me. I, 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 I don't like your tone. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't appreciate it. And I'm going to flip it to say, who's starting the backup quarterback this week? My team or yours? How about that, Ooh. Joe Manganiello? Spicy. Yeah. That is spicy. Well, who's no, we're, our, our, our starting quarterback is, is is playing this week. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see what happens when we come to the bye week. But <laughs> I was about to say, your teeth appear to be uh, gritted a little bit as you're saying that. Look, I mean, something's going on. Something's going. There's a lot of speculation on our part. We've got a we've got some talented young guys, obviously yeah. in, in skill position that on offense. That grab last Thursday was absurd. But I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it, did anyone see his highlight reel coming out of college? The guy's right. unbelievable, and he's and he's like a like a mean guy. He's got a mean streak. Yes. I mean, you ever see him knock those DBs? Like he kind yeah. of shoves them off oh, yeah. of the line he of scrimmage. Threw, he threw somebody out of the club in preseason. I saw that. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So we have these really talented guys who you can see on the field are getting frustrated. So whether that's, you know, coordinator issues or incompatibility, you know, quarterback or yes. you know, whatever that, whatever's going on, um, you know, we, we, we got to play better on offense. You know, it just, uh, I, I, I'm wondering, Brockman, you can help out here. Who, who has a better, who had a better grip? Uh, Pickens of that grab on the football or Joe with Bubbles the dog right now? Ooh, Who's got a better four points question. of pressure situation? What do you think? I'm going to go with got? George, I yeah. think, actually. <laughs> I need to, like, recreate With this. Bubbles? With Bubbles? Yeah, with Bubbles. So, can somebody recreate, like, the George Pickens? I maybe my face on George with Bubbles in hand? Get, get our yeah, friends at home. Yeah, we could get uh, that, that sounds like a Smitch special. <laughs> I would post we'll that. Get that. Post that? I would post that in a heartbeat. Catch of the year. Pickens is laying out, but it's Bubbles the dog sitting yeah. right there in the hand. Who wore it better, OBJ <laughs> or me? <laughs> I love it. But no, here comes Zach. Zach's going to be there. Zach's going to come out of the the uh, the 2022 gates here. Uh-huh. We'll see what happens. Fun. We got we got a lot of skilled players ourselves, you know. I know, I know, man. This is a it's a tricky year for. I mean, I'm sure it's a tricky year for you every year, but it's a tricky <laughs> year for us this year as Steelers because I always text you. I'm always like, oh, here we go, Rich. You know, know like yeah. I know that. I know. Um, that. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, you know, obviously, like our defense is the, is a side of the ball that that, that we really pride ourselves on, and, and that the team, you know, we've got all right. pros at three levels. Yes. You know. Um, but um, missing TJ, I think, is really gosh. Look at what a difference. But Alex Highsmith was leading the league in sacks heading into this week, so he stepped up a ton. And we were looking for other guys to step up. They're going to move Alualu out and um, see what some of the younger guys can do. Yeah, I'm not concerned about you defensively. I'm just it's it's mm-hmm. the offense, man. And yeah. and and I'm I'm trying to see when Tomlin's going to hit the button, push the button, and and because you know the. The the media is trying to get him to push it now, and and he he's not budging. As a matter of fact, he's getting more retrenched. It seems, yeah. but he also knows his team better than anybody else. Uh, I'm wondering where you stand on that subject, man. Well, I, I think so. it was there were a lot of people saying, "Hey, look, you know, maybe on a ten day week after a Thursday night game, then you put the rookie in." That was that but was this week. You go this week, then you face the meat grinder. We enter the gauntlet, which is like Bills box heading into the bye and. 
you know, if anything could break the spirit of a young quarterback. It's but that. if the guy's going to play, he's going to, you know, he's got to play against those teams anyway. So I, I don't know. I, th- I think if we're, if we have, you know, a bad record heading into the bye week and it's a lost season mm. or we're so far behind, put him in. The next, Put him in, right? We want to see what he can do. Brother, yes. after the Jets, you're not wrong. It's I'm bad. looking at it right here. In. You want to talk about needing the offense to maybe go point for point for people and, and get the defense somehow yeah. even stouter. Right. Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, Miami Philly. Philly by New Orleans. Cincy, who we squeaked out a win again. They handed us that win first week. I mean, even though the defense was insane. Right. No, I know what you're saying. The you extra I mean. point and the, the field goal in overtime. And you get the, you know, you get two Baltimore games. We've always, we always have trouble with the Raiders. The Raiders are like what the Dolphins were to the Patriots during those years. Right. You know, they just have our number. So it's a tough season, but here's the thing. People, I mean, I think people forget that Ben didn't, wasn't put in because he was a high draft rookie. Ben was put in because Tommy Maddox got hurt. Damn straight. And I remember the team was like, not now. No. Tommy like, had ready a great, to win yeah. right now. Yeah. And we don't need some game managing rookie. And he didn't lose again the rest of the regular season. No, and he won the games he needed to win. Correct. He, the com- he had incredible comebacks that whole season. So how likely is that lightning would strike twice and putting Kenny Pickett in? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, it is it I mean, is amazing. An amazing situation like that. Is there any chance that you're in Pittsburgh Christmas Eve for that that immaculate reception game because that is that's the the anniversary of that yeah on NFL Network and and you know Franco Franco was at my wedding Franco Harris was the the hit of my wedding Mm -hmm. I remember um, Ed O'Neill telling me the story about all he wanted the whole night was to meet Franco because Mm -hmm. he was in training camp in 1969 with Joe Green and Chuck Knoll right and uh, he was just nervous and didn't know what to do or how to approach him. Franco starts walking across the dance floor towards Ed, and he's, he's getting nervous. Franco comes right up to him. He's like, "Man, you're Al Bundy. You're you know, <laughs> modern family. Wow!" And so Ed just can't, be, you know, couldn't believe that Franco knew who he was. So, but uh, yeah, I'd love to be there to support Franco. Uh, we'll see. So um, Christmas Eve's a rough, you know, potential night, family and things like that. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm going to be traveling a lot. I'm I'm directing this thing. I can't. Talk okay. about yes, oh. but but I'm I'm going to be in full swing with that. So. Now, was there uh, did did uh, did Franco catch the bouquet right on the right right near the floor? <laughs> did he? We should have got that picture. How did you not do that? Oh man, our wedding photographer. Now I'm upset. That could have been a full splash page in the wedding album. Just <laughs> Franco down on the ground <laughs> grabbing the bouquet. It's Holy cow! Did it hit the ground? Did it not? Man, oh, no, how did we, we miss that? How did I miss that? Not how did Sophia uh, miss that? How did I miss that? No, I think, I think you were you too busy on that. A little busy, things. yeah. A lot, of, lot going on. Just to go to I think we need a, Sophia a renewing so let's of the vows. <laughs> yeah, renewing of the vows. <laughs> yeah. Get Franco back in here and let's get it. 10th anniversary, yeah, Franco's tenth there. 10th anniversary. <laughs> For sure. And I, we will retire his number at our house. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's first number. Done. Have you gotten into the new Game of Thrones? Have you done that yet? I haven't watched an episode yet. He's out. He I, I, I was so disappointed the way that the, that the uh, previous Thrones ended. He won't go back. Out. I wasn't. I mean, I'm not mad about that. He I, is. If, in fact, for me, I was ready to go back and start watching from episode one, the original series. So I, w- I was ready to go back and start. Like enough time had passed. I wanted to go yeah. back and revisit it. All like right. I, you know, but um, I don't know. Maybe at some at some point, I'm writing something that's fantasy based, okay. and I just kind of don't want other. 
fantasy incarnations oh, in my brain right? while, while I'm so writing. So this is a creative decision oh, to not watch sense. the new Game of Thrones? Is that what you're saying? No, I just made that up. But <laughs> it just sounded really professional. It's really good, actually. But like when you do, when you play Streetcar, you don't go watch Brando on Streetcar. You want to do your own version. Oh, so, yeah, you know, here we are. So that means you're not playing Dungeons and Dragons either? I've only played once in the past over a year. What the hell? I'm I have adult I have I have forty five year old things going on, Rich. Wow. Or what's the quote? <laughs> I'm forty five years old, I got a lot of shit going, going, sh- going on. Right. Um so yeah, like no work huh? <laughs> Brady and I have a lot in common. Not the well, we're both married to very, very beautiful women. <laughs> you guys wanted uh, that but yeah. We yeah. uh yep. love Cheating at things, at card games. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like to cheat. That's actually not true. I'm from Pittsburgh. We don't do that. Uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, um, very good. Look at you. The whole Patriot thing, man. Gosh. You still can't get through it. Well, we beat them all. Troy Palomalo, it upset Troy. And you know, and now it's upset me. Yeah, so, you can't and it upset, upset Kurt Warner. Your buddy Kurt. What do you mean? Talk to Kurt. About, about, the, about the Super Bowl where they were calling out. Oh. They were calling. And that led to the interception. And you talked to Kurt, who is one of the most... Mm-hmm. Incredible, you know, Troy and Kurt are maybe two of the best men I've ever met. You, uh, you are uh, on that list. I, uh, you don't need to throw me in with that, but, but I appreciate. No, that. but I'm serious. You, you know, you hold yourselves to a high standard, yes. and uh, you know, when you talk to them about those games, they're like, "There's, there's no well, way." I know Marshall no definitely way. feels well, that their red zone plays yeah, got here, recorded. Here's somehow. where that argument falls apart. It was the red zone plays they were allegedly filming. Mm-hmm. The Rams scored their only red zone appearance in that game. So what are we doing? Well, when you're calling out plays that there's no way you could have known about that were installed in complete secret, like there's there's no way they could have known. And Eric Mangini blows the whistle. Where's the Michael Mann movie about Mike about, about Mangini? You know what I mean? Like the Michael insider. Michael Mangini. The, 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 the Michael Eric Mangini. Mangini. What is it called Mangenius? That's the, the name Mangenius. Of it? Mangenius. Oh by Michael Mann. He's got a big camera. <laughs> oh yeah. And you had yours all the way up it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Have you seen the the Japanese Jeez. dub over of of that scene in Heat? No. There's a Japanese dub of Heat. Right, yeah. And it's amazing. I saw it's in Greek, my Twitter feed somewhere. I saw the like, Greek version today because I literally sent that to somebody that clip. So it, I, I yeah, it's incredible. That. Hank Azaria told us his his uh, yeah. perspective on that scene where it was his birthday. Yeah. He had not been on the set very long. And it was, you know, Pacino kept doing take after take, and then he did that particular take. And and his reaction was, geez, you know, and that that made the that made the final cut. Amazing. Well, yeah. on every set, yeah. usually with with a good director, you know, once you get it, you've got it. You know, the first couple of takes, you want to make sure you're getting what's on the page. You right. want to make sure you nail it. They've got it. And then there's the one where the director comes up and says, "Hey, just give it a spin. Give it a free spin." Right. And like, but the fact that Pacino went there on, went a free spin. on the free spin, no, I don't know. Free spin. What is Soderbergh like? Which one is what is which one is Soderbergh? He? Is we show up in the space. And he'll walk around for about 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, like he'll kind of get up and then he's doing this. Okay. Now he's over here for about 45 minutes. Yes. We're, we're just all, you know, Jeez. we're just hanging out, talking, BSing, and then he'll go, okay, I need a track here. Uh, give me a 60, you know, whatever, and blah, 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 you know. And then we, where do you want us? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just where, where you were. And you're like, all right, so you just pick a spot. And you're like, what do you want us to do? And he's like, you know, when you were talking about Waffle House, you told that story about Waffle Just do that. That was funny. Okay, so then you do the Waffle House story, and he moves the camera. Maybe he does a second take. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, we're good. 
You're like, aren't you going to shoot coverage? And he's like, nah, I got it. Amazing. So it's it's just, and then he'll that night we'll go up to the he'll, like he would call me to watch football, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. He'd just call me. What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I just ordered some chicken in the room. Just go back to the gym. All right, bring the chicken up to the. Let's watch. Uh, let's watch football. So mm-hmm. we'll go up there, and he would sit on his laptop while we're watching football. And uh, then he'd have, as soon as the game was over, he'd have an assistant come and plug the camera in to the TV. Mm-hmm. And he would have all of the scenes we shot that day fully edited. While you were watching the game? With soundtrack. And, yeah. and so you're watching what takes he picked. And he, 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 we shot the movies in order so that the next day you knew what take he used. You knew what part of your performance. You knew what free spin I mean, there's only like two takes, but right, you know, sure. he moves really quickly and he's like best friends with David Fincher. So I was like, Dave, Fincher's notorious wow. for doing 38, 70 takes, you know, whatever it is. Right. I said, how are you guys friends? Don't you guys like argue? He goes, no, no, no. We just have very different ways of getting what we want. And it was a fascinating, so Soderbergh told me that his goal was to not even have to speak to an actor, that he could psychically get them onto the slide and slide them perfectly into where he wanted them to be and, and, and needed them to be. And uh, I got that. Because after about three weeks on the first Magic Mike, he had said nothing to me, like not a word. And I was like, hey, do you like what I'm doing? Or <laughs> <laughs> what, like, are you, are you okay with this? Or you, and he's like, no, if I had a problem, I, w- I would have told said you. Something. I would have said something. And I went, oh. And then it was like, it just gave you permission to go, huh. Can I get a sewing machine, a gold lame thong? <laughs> I need a pack of herbal cigarettes, and I'm gonna bring my glasses from home. You wear glasses? Yeah. Okay. And then I just made this little sweatshop scene, you know, while I'm sewing a, <laughs> right. my gold thong, you right, know. Sure. And it was like great. And then that winds up in the movie. So you were like given the freedom to bring whatever you wanted, but um, you know, it, it was it was this kind of protective atmosphere where you know that and also like that kind of fear that kind of energy where you don't know if you're any good yeah it it helps so much it's antithetical because you want to be comfortable but like for example like the the you know the scene we did in the um you know in the in the gross in the the gas station convenience well, store right famous scene where you're dancing and to the yeah. backstreet boys correct which funny enough uh I posted, there was a Yankee game where they played I Want It That Way and they were all singing. And Sophia was like, I think you had something to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about like if there was, a, if there was another one, what, what, what songs I would bring back for that. But like, you know, when we shot that convenience store scene, the girl they cast, she didn't crack a smile during any of the rehearsals. So we're walking through it and we thought it was the funniest thing in the whole world. And then I look over and she's like, Looking at me like this is the you're the stupidest right. person I've ever seen. <laughs> so you get nervous, like maybe it's not that funny. Maybe this is gonna bomb. But that's exactly what you need because then you want. Now you're trying harder. You're now trying you're harder. working harder. You know, and that's what you need in those moments. You don't need to be comfortable as an actor. You need to be uncomfortable, and that's antithetical, I think, to most people's like existence. But then when I got to the end and she smiled and it was genuine, it was like. Okay. I love that. Woo. Amazing, Joe. I mean, what great insight that is, especially since, you know, you um, showing what Soderbergh looked like, um, checking out a scene and looking from that point and that angle while uh, holding a chihuahua at the same time was really <laughs> impressive. Uh, I just have no idea if that's 
what Soderbergh did as well, or you just had bubbles in your hand? Did he did he have a hairless chihuahua in his uh, tucked into his arm? No, this is me as a director. Understood. You know, every director has their own style. Are and, you going to do yeah. that when you are directing your next? Uh, is Bubbles going to be? Yeah, she'll be there the whole time. What is Joe's style as a director? What do you like? Joe's style of directing? It's holding yeah. a oh, hairless oh. chihuahua while de- <laughs> while moving pieces around. Like I'm really hard on actors. No, I, I yeah, no, I'm I'm like I think I'm pretty user friendly. I mean, I, I'm mm. I'm just um, you know, you come from theater, it's just like about excitement, you know, you're just mm-hmm. like getting everybody excited. But like I said, also not playing some sort of Machiavellian game because I've been in those situations with directors where it's mm. like I'm going to talk to you like a jerk. And, and trying to manipulate you into being a tough guy. And it's like, hey, man, just turn the camera on, all right? You know? Um, so I'm kind of like that guy. I like to... Well, I mean, being on a Soderbergh set and obviously having so much success that you had doing that, it's um, it'll no, no doubt leave a mark. Um, so you're about to wrap The Kill Room. You're with Sam Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson, and Uma Thurman. Yep. And what's the, the streetwear line Death Saves? What's that uh, that you're involved with? So I was big into, like, heavy metal artwork, and fantasy artwork growing up, whether that was Frank Frazetta uh, or, you know, all the old album art for like, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, Iron Maiden, Metallica. And so I started a streetwear line to um, bring like, you know, that heavy metal fantasy back. Like basically there was that period of time, the satanic panic. Oh, this is my upcoming Magic the Gathering shirt. There, you go. there was an old, old piece of artwork from the 90s called All Hallows Eve. And this, I'll drop this for Halloween. Um, so, if, you know, I'm just combing you know, old existing artwork, or uh, I actually work with a lot of great heavy metal artists um, to create new artwork for, you know, I did Game of Thrones, I did um, Dark Crystal when it came out on Netflix, um, and I do Dungeons and Dragons, Frank Frazetta. At death-saves.com for all of that. Whoa, did we just lose something? We just, lose a, just lost a bulb there, huh? I just went, I just... It looked like some power went out. All right, we're good. We're good. Everything We're still on air? I By the way, so. as I said, death-saves.com. I heard that little pop. We're good? Is Bubbles okay? Everybody okay? <laughs> Bubbles okay? All right. My mic is on, so we're all good. I'm on. Uh, all right. Very good. Very good. Uh, thanks for coming on here, Joe Manganiello. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, may the best team win on Sunday. Very good. May the best team win to you as well. At Joe Manganiello on Twitter and Instagram, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Great to see you. Great to see you. Bubbles is falling asleep, which is definitely not (laughs) at all an indication of how terrific a conversation that we had. Very good. Good to see Bubbles. Sweet dog. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful dog. All right, we are back to uh, wrap up this show in a moment right here. Joe Manganiello, God bless you for coming by. I'm a big dick, Richard. Thank you, sir. (laughs) 2000, 2008, 2022. When it comes to the economy, those are some scary years. Dot com crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. One thing is certain it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers, but over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. So how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer is simple. It's NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they improve their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. So what are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio right now. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. Let's take the phone call of Al in Atlanta. 
uh, if we can, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. You there, Al? You don't have Al? I believe Al is, uh, Al is hung up. Okay. Uh, very good. The uh, <laughs> other games that I'm interested in this weekend, let's, uh, let's hit it right here uh, on our program. The Dallas Cowboys taking on the Washington Commanders. That's one we haven't discussed yet. As the Dallas Cowboys are trying to go to 3-0 and with Cooper Rush as their starting quarterback. And I know Jerry Jones said that he would like to have a, a quarterback controversy on his hands. And even if they win this game, the Dallas Cowboys, there is no quarterback controversy on, on their hands, to say the least. They're going to have a three-game winning streak on their hands if they win this game. And it does appear that Dak Prescott has an outside chance of coming back the following week against the Los Angeles Rams. I'm hearing that quite a bit from my colleague Ian Rappaport yeah. from the NFL Media Group. He was out there light throwing. So if Cooper Rush and the Cowboys can get this win and get to go to 3-0 and under Cooper Rush and hand things off to Dak Prescott in time for a visit to SoFi Stadium here against the Rams, that's a win. I find that hard to believe. I mean, Dak just got his stitches out on Monday night. Now he's doing some light throwing. That sounds to be uh, to be uh, quite an aggressive um, schedule right there. So you also have another fascinating matchup on Sunday Night Football. Really haven't even hit that, which I'd like to do before we going out the way here, going out the door. Look. Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes is going to be 2-2 two and two by the end of this weekend. And that is going to be quite something for either one of them. And it's going to be a hell of a night, certainly since a lot of the focus is going to be on what's going on in the state of Florida about 30 miles south of Tampa. They're fortunate enough to actually be able to have a game. But... I'll tell you this. I'm leaning towards the defense in this game. And I'm leaning towards the Buccaneers defense having the night that they need and Mike Evans providing the spark that they need. And I know I'm pissing off Chiefs fans a lot by doubting them. I still think that they're, you know, They're still as terrific an offensive team as you can see, but the last two weeks have been a struggle, and the Bucs, that's all they do is just struggle with their ability, with the opposing team's ability to put points on the board. So I'm taking a look at that game, and I think I'm going to choose Tampa in that game when it's my time to actually make that pick. Interesting, okay. Uh I kind of dig it. I agree with defense. I think that might be a low-scoring game. And, and and if the Vegas Raiders win, and let's just say the Chargers do come up with that dub, right, in Houston, and the Bucks win, then the uh, Vegas Raiders will just be one game back after all them apples. <laughs> all right, TJ Jefferson, you were saying that you've come up with a new – branding for your fantasy segment that you started two weeks ago and we had no idea what the name was right yeah 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll the see, floor how this, is we'll see now, how this one goes, The man. floor is now yours, TJ Jefferson. It is time for what? What is it time for? Well, if we can show the graphic, we'll let the people know. Put the graphic up. It is time yes. for the fantasy gospel according to Brother yes. Jefferson. Yes. Do we have the appropriate... Uh, we have amen. the appropriate sound effects. We've heard an amen. We've got the music. <laughs> Working on the music. So let me tell you okay. how this came about, Rich. Yes. Uh, I, did the, I did the segment last week, and I was using the hymn. Somebody on YouTube made a comment about a hymnal, and I was like, and I told Brockman, I woke up in the middle of the night on Sunday and went, wait a minute, I got this. And then Michael Irvin came in Monday, did the Michael Irvin thing, and I was like, that's a sign. That's a sign that we got to go this way. So we're going to go this route. We're going to see how this okay, works. Okay, go on. Go Let's for it. Go. You got the floor. Come on, you right, have the floor. Do we have music, Jay, or no? No, he's, he's working oh, we got on no it. music? Okay, we Not all need yet. music. Here we go. <laughs> Let's, ladies and gentlemen, I ain't come here to preach to you today, but I want you to do well in fantasy, right? So I'm gonna, I want to teach you. I want to show you the way. I want to lead you to the path of glory and righteousness on Fantasy Football Sunday. So I'm going to give you a few Men to follow and a few men to not follow, Rich Eisen. You know what I'm saying to you right now, okay? Mm -hmm. So these players right now, we're going to start with the players. They don't want you to win, so they ain't him. These are the players that you got to sit out. You can't put these players on the field if you hope to find fantasy glory, and that is Carson Wentz against Dallas. (laughs) Now, uh, let's talk about this here, people. The Dallas Cowboys... They're going to sack Carson Wentz a lot. And he was sacked nine times last week by, by the Eagles. So, Brother Parsons, Brother Lawrence, they're going to show the way to fantasy glory. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, you don't want him this weekend. Miles Sanders against Jacksonville. Oh, you're shooting, you're sitting one. him too, huh? I'm sitting Miles Sanders, Rich, because, Brother, the Eagles are rolling. You know the Eagles are rolling, Rich, but... The touches, they're starting to be split more in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And Brother Hurts fine passing. He's, he's elevating other people. Therefore, Brother Sanders, we're going to have to have him sit down this week. Huh? And Dawson Knox. Huh? You see, when Brother when brother Allen's throwing the ball 63 times and he's only looking at Dawson Knox four times, that tells me that there's too much talent there in Buffalo. Therefore, Brother Knox, huh? he's got to sit down. You see, he's not going to lead you to Look the path of righteousness. Huh? He's not going to lead you to the path of glory. Those are the ones. Yes. They, they don't want you to win. Huh? They don't want you to win. Win, amen. Because uh, they are not him. Can I get an amen? Uh, amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, these players, <laughs> you see, these players, they're going to lead you down the path of righteousness and glory. You see, they are the resurrection. <laughs> and they him. are the light. <laughs> Donovan, People's people, Jones. Donovan Peoples Jones. You see, he faces a defense that has allowed six touchdowns to wide receivers in three games. <laughs> Donovan Peoples Jones, he is him. Damian Pierce, even though we got the name spelled wrong up there on the board, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I put my money on Pierce to continue. <laughs> you see, because it's Chargers, you see. Mr. Bosa, he's out. That defense might be hurting a little bit. Consecutive weeks, running backs have posted the RB1 finishes against the LA defense. So we're going to look Ooh. at Damian Pierce as someone. He might be him, Brother Brockman. And then Jamal Williams. You know, Amen. we fell in love with him doing hard knocks. Sure and Brother did. Williams is representing uh-huh. the D. I agree. And, he, and he's an RB5 mm-hmm. in standard formats. So look for Brother brother Williams to go ahead and find that glory, find that end zone, and lead you to prominence. And uh, he will lead you to the land of milk and honey this mm-hmm. week. But there is one more now. I got to tell you, there's a man out there that we got love for. Oh, you got we it. got love for him. You but you know what? This week, he is not him. This week, you got to think of with your gut and you got to say on Monday night, huh, you got to sit Matthew Stafford. He oh. will not lead you to the land of milk and honey wow. on Monday. Not against that show. 49ers defense. Oh, wow. We love Brother Stafford. We but do. this week, mm-hmm. the 49ers are just allowing 10.9 points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Huh? And Stafford is only worth starting if you got a deep league. And well you don't want to wait till Monday to have that happen. And brother, we're going to work on this. Huh? We're going to make it better but i hope you reach fantasy glory and 
that was it. Well done. <laughs> Amen. And that'll wrap it up for this week. Well done. Thanks for leaving me time, Fantastic. TJ. That'll wrap it up for this week. <laughs> My bad. We'll be back on Roku in a moment to wrap it up for sure. <laughs> 